Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. That's right. November time. November time, post Halloween. Look, I'm in my winter coat. I know you are. <laughs> it gets it's hottest balls and then coldest balls, correct? That's right. Mm-hmm. 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 Whatever mm-hmm. kind of balls you want, they've got them here in Texas. So <laughs> depending on what season you come although it's supposed to be it's supposed to be 80 again next week so it kind of is like california i feel like snowballs to sweaty balls Mm -hmm. that's a lot of balls um how was your halloween oh it was really good um the kids had a lot of fun and i was extra tired i don't know why um but we made it through and it was it was great it's great Great. How was yours? I um mine was great. Um one little mishap was, you know, I bought this thing I saw on like you know, one of those Instagram ads or you know, like mm-hmm. whatever, you know, I'm a sucker for that stuff. And it's like these skulls you put in the fire. And oh, then and then they like change colors. No, it just they just oh. stay there like in the fire and they just look, you know, cool and spooky. Okay. So I couldn't wait to, you know, test it out because I had the like was like the open house for Halloween people coming and going. So I put them in my fire pit. Holy shit. They do not work. I should have read the reviews. They're fucking plastic. Oh, hold- it's a total lie. Burns like toxic black smoke. Oh, disaster. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> my husband today, he's like, hey. So there was this Instagram ad I saw and I cannot find it anywhere. And I like DM them about this like flexible stone. I'm like, yeah, if you can't find it in your DMs anymore, it's probably because it doesn't exist because it wasn't real. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And I'm he's like, you sure you can't find it? I was like, flexible stone. It doesn't sound real. Skulls that you put no. in the fireplace also doesn't sound real. Yeah. And then I so I read closer and it says like for a wood burning fireplace, like it might, I'm like, I don't think it would work then either, but it's I did have it in smell. a gas. No, it, it is. It was so bad. And then yeah. my husband is like you and your dumb shit. You almost burned my damn house down. And by the way, that's so against everything that you believe in, by the way. I know. Like burning and he plastic. Came, totally. Not okay. I, he, I'm already like out there with like the water and he's like, oh my God. 
comes downstairs, shamed. I was like, you should have grabbed the hose. I'm like, well, it was out. Uh, I'm, sl- you know, what are you going to do? I'm slow these days. Real slow. It's all the kids and your crazy kids. diet. And the sugar. I'm on this group text and everybody, somebody, one of the moms like posted a picture of her pumpkins and they were like cats. And I was like, everyone is like, haha, so funny. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I want to be part of it, but I don't, I don't, don't get, get it. it. Like, cool, cats, whatever. And then um, it took, oh, it took a minute. And then somebody finally commented. She had made the, uh, the like stem of the pumpkin, the cat's butthole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is creative. But it took me like, yeah, I'm like, I am losing it. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. <laughs> it's a weird. I, I'm kind of glad you didn't get that, actually. Kind of glad. You, it's kind of shocking I didn't, right? Because I usually <laughs> go to the naughty place so quickly. Yeah. Um, did you start reading the Britney book? No. I'm done. Oh, my God. I you're finished. so literary. Well, I mean, I wow. listen to it. And I drive a lot. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I told you, it's like, it's. I'm sure it's just as easy reading as it is listening. So whether you prefer to listen or to read, I think, did you not even start it yet? No. Oh my God. I had a case to research. I have children on early out damn days all week, all up in my stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, it doesn't usually stop you, but um, I'm going to give you to next week. Okay. Because we do Mm -hmm. need to talk about it. Okay. All right. So um, I'm just saying all of you all should also read it if you like Britney Spears or even if you don't like her. I think it's a it's kind of interesting, especially if you grew up in the 90s, right? Like um, in early 2000s where we just, you know, she was kind of part of our thing. And um, it's just it's shocking. It's just shocking. It's shocking to see how her soul was just manipulated and abused by her parents. And you just want to freaking punch her mom and her dad. But okay, I look okay. forward to it. She is getting a little, there are a couple people that said maybe she twisted the truth a little bit. Like I did read, you know, K-Feds, X is like, that's not how it went down, girl. Yeah. So it's her truth, right? That's how she recalls it. And I'm sure there's some, like there is a reason that he kept her kids from her, right? She has a little Looney Tunes. We all see it, but her heart, her heart means well. That's so, so you should, just because we talk about her all the time, you got to do it. I, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put it on my list. Okay. All right. Well, are we criming it up today? We are. I hope you we have are. something better than a fraud because I think we you need to get are down and dirty. Fucking regret <laughs> saying that. <laughs> Why? It's a fraud. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Listen, fraud's good too. It is. Okay. We just have had a lot of fraud, so I'm going down to like the the down under. Okay. Yeah. Next okay. week. Okay. 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 Let's talk about it. Okay. 
Okay, so this week's episode is Barry Minko. It is not a listener suggestion. I just felt like lightening things up because we had been going, you know, down the downer. No, we weren't. And then, Tab, you did fraud last week. Listen, and I'd already been working on (laughs) this. And I thought, well, shit. Well, shit. Two frauds in a (laughs) row. That is not like that. Not like us, but it's a good one. Okay, Okay, so I think you will all forgive me. And I promise to get back to some listeners suggested missing or murder crime next week to pick you all up so we can get into the holiday spirit. Okay. Okay. Got it. Promise. Promise. Okay. Okay. So Barry Minko, he made a name for himself at the age of 16 in 1982 when he started his own carpet cleaning business called Zbest in somewhere we're very familiar with, Reseda, California. We are. I cannot. Mm-hmm. So I have to stop you again. I just like to remind people that we went to college. Oh, we did go to college in Reseda or well, Northridge, well, which Northridge, was like, right, right next yeah, to, right each, next to yeah. each other. Yeah. Barry was very familiar with the carpet cleaning business because he mother, his mother worked as the company's telemarketer and had hooked him up with some summertime gigs cleaning carpet with the guys. Barry is very motivated by money because of the way he grew up. They just didn't have much. Barry says he had great parents, but they just always struggled to make ends meet. And so they went without power periodically. He would spend the night at friends' houses so he could shower at times. So when he found himself on a carpet cleaning job and a man offered to loan him $1,600 so he could buy his own machine and start his own business, Barry jumped at the opportunity. The catch was this man was what we call a loan shark and was charging Barry $200 a week in interest. Oh my God. (laughs) You're like, Barry, that's not a very good loan. That's like, like, like real bad in interest. So he has to pay on top of that. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he was really motivated to make his business profitable. That kind of like stayed with him for life because if he couldn't pay the guy, he, you know, the guy was going to do what loan sharks do to Barry, which is not pretty. So Barry struggled more than the average startup business does to succeed initially, but he still managed to become successful. He grew the business and had commercials and everything. By the time he graduated high school, he had three offices and 80 employees. When Barry became successful, he got used to having money to blow real quick. He bought stuff like sports cars, and a, mind you, this was the 80s, okay, a $700,000 house across the street from none other than Heather Locklear. I knew you were going to say that, by the way. Oh, yeah, because she's a Valley staple. She is a Valley right? staple, yeah. <laughs> and it was her heyday. I mean, that is oh, like, yeah. Ooh, and that amount imagine? of money is a lot and of money he's in, in high school. <gasps> it's like, oh. Come on, right? Oh my God, she's, she's living a every young boat. man's dream. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So the problem was, it got to the point where more money was going out 
than coming in. You know, Barry got into, he got into the debt, right? He couldn't make payroll. And so he forged some money orders. Remember, this is back in the 80s. Things were, you know, a little more forgeable. So once he crossed the line, the line kind of ceased to exist. And he found more fraudulation in the form of overcharging customers' credit cards. Back in the 80s, that was real easy to do. Remember the like credit card machine, like swipey? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like for the young people. It was like a, it it, it took a copy of the card yeah. on like a, what was that? It was like copy paper. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like, it didn't connect to your bank. I mean, no. everyone was just trusting. Like you could have just had any old credit card. It, yeah. They would go chuk, chuk. And then there was no like code on the back or know your zip code or anything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he also committed insurance fraud. Mm, he a filed one. a claim for a burglary that never happened. Insurance fraud came so easy to Barry, he realized that the big money wasn't even in carpet cleaning. It was in renovation work. Mm -hmm. The fraud part came in when he figured out the way to make the most money off of renovating a building that had like fire or flood damage was to not even bother seeking out those jobs to just make them up. So he began submitting claims for big renovation jobs that he claimed businesses hired him for. And eventually this fraudulation progressed additionally into your basic Ponzi scheme. So like he would get investors to invest in a job that he presented he was going to be doing under the guise that the insurance payoff would double their money when it was completed. Did so these people are are knowing that they're in the scheme too. Like they know that they're in a No, insurance. they don't know that the job doesn't even exist. They just know They just are fronting him the money to be able to do the renovation work. Okay. Okay. So typically the first time they invested, he would pay them back as promised. And that would make them jump at the chance to reinvest in something bigger. And that's when, you know, he goes to them after he hooked them. He was able to gain so many investors' trust so easily because he had been featured on, remember, he is a kid, child, right? Mm-hmm. He was featured on 60 Minutes and Oprah. My gosh, in and Oprah? My gosh. Yeah. He was the youngest person to take a company public in history. Holy shit balls. Uh-huh. And he's running time. this Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, does his parents have a hand in this or he's just a little shit? You know, that is... A, no, I don't think his parents knew the whole thing, but I don't really think they gave a shit. Okay. Okay, so he's the youngest person to take a company public in history at the time while the media is... So the media is like doing all these stories about him being this young kid that is making millions and they're, you know, it's like feel good stories about him. And, and, and it's all basically a con. At one point, an insurance company actually sent out an agent to inspect a building that Barry had made a claim on, of course, that, that 
that never existed, right? Mm-hmm. Barry was able to, um, you know, combat this pesky little detail about there not even being an actual building. He found a building with a similar amount of floors that was new. And so he called up the leasing agent to that building and said, like, I'm interested in leasing the space, but he would need to do a walkthrough with his clients. <laughs> with the, with the uh, insurance guy. Yeah. yeah. And the, so they're like, yeah, OK, no problem. Then he paid the security guard at the building to act like they knew each other. When he walked the agent through, you know, mm-hmm. the following day and go along with whatever he said. So the insurance agent shows up, sees brand new carpet and paint, you know, because it's a new building. And the security guard acts like he knows Barry, you know, has been a regular presence. And he, you know, signs off cutting Barry a big old check for the imaginary work that he had done. Barry is pulling these stunts. And part of why he wasn't, you know, aggressively questioned was because, like I told you, he was they started calling him the wonder kid, you know that started this business. You know, he's on TV. He had commercials, you know? Dude, that is insane. It's insane. LA, Los Angeles, even made a Barry Minko day because they were so proud of this young entrepreneur. (laughs) And it's so easy, right? He is just getting like all that money for nothing. He's taking it hand over fist, right? Okay, yeah. But there was one lady that did not like it. Barry had overcharged her credit card and been real rude about it on top of that. And so Miss Robin Swanson took it to small claims court. Her husband took himself down to Barry's office to serve him with the papers. And they had an exchange in the parking lot that resulted in Barry throwing the papers away and telling him, this is what you can do with your fucking lawsuit. And he also knocked the glasses off Mr. Swanson's face and broke them. So Miss Robin tacked the cost of the glasses onto her small claim suit. I like that. Okay. Well, by the time Robin got her day in court, it had been a minute since Barry had been committing credit card fraud because the insurance scam was like so huge. Yeah. Why does right? he need a credit card fraud yeah. anymore? Yeah. He doesn't need. Yeah. That was just in the beginning when he couldn't make payroll. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to overcharge this lady like 600 bucks. So Barry's insurance scam was so huge, right? So huge that Barry reported his company had done $33 million in sales that year. And he personally was now worth $100 million on paper. So, you know, I mean, he didn't give a shit about Miss Robin's small claims suit. So, he, you know, he didn't show up and Robin won by default. But the judge did not award her anything for the broken glasses. And that pissed her off. So she called up the L.A. Times and said she had proof that the Wonder Kid was a fraud. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Well, that led them to do some more investigating into his company and printing an expose, which the Department of Justice found interesting. And so they began investigating Barry. And eight months later, in May 1987, Barry was indicted. He was convicted and sentenced to 25 years in prison and ordered to pay back 
$26 million to investors. His company went bankrupt, stockholders lost their investment, Uh and it was a real disgraceful end to the wonder kid from Reseda. But it wasn't really the end. While Barry was in the clink, he found someone. Guess who? Like a wife? No. Knock, knock. Who's there? Jesus. He found the Lord. Okay. Oh. They got they got real acquainted, that, actually. That happens in prison a lot. It does. Mm-hmm. And it turns out um, Jerry Falwell's Liberty University offers classes to the prisoner. And um, Barry took the Christian courses. Okay. Okay. So now he fancied himself a minister. Oh, well, that is a really good profession for uh, a fraudster, actually. It really is, (laughs) right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because fraudsters, con men, you know, they're usually charismatic, Mm -hmm. right? All like make you believe. They make you believe. Make you believe. That's exactly a good point. Uh huh. Well, the parole board was so impressed with his newfound profession of, you know, walking with the Lord and spreading the good word that they let him out after only serving six years. Out of 25? Uh Uh-huh. Wow. He got lucky. He did get lucky. And I I feel like maybe laws have changed a lot. You know, don't work like that anymore. But, you know, whatever. Good behavior. Well, listen, in Los Angeles or California, they're letting people out for nothing. Yeah, you don't even have to post bail. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Okay. So upon his release... Barry took a job as an associate pastor in Chatsworth, which I believe is the porn capital or something. I think that because that's where my brother-in-law grew up. I could be wrong, but I think that's like his hometown claim to fame. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's deep in the valley. Um, anyhow, after a couple of years, he got the opportunity to lead his own congregation in San Diego at Community Bible Church. And he had quite the following. He was open about how he had gone down a dark path and paid his debt to society and found redemption and forgiveness. And, you know, if he can change so drastically and be saved, anyone could. I mean, it's very inspirational, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the story of Barry Minko, the con artist, turned servant of the Lord who lived out the rest of his days doing, you know, good deeds. It's a real short story today. Is he dead? No. You said he I'm lived. Just kidding. Oh, no. It's <laughs> like he lived out his days. <laughs> like, no. How old is this guy? No, no. He became uh, a con man Christian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. Of course he did. <laughs> okay. Once a con man, always a con man. <sighs> I kind of think I kind of think once that. a cheater, yeah. always a cheater. I maybe I'm kind of, yeah, I guess I'm kind of jaded. Okay. So living out the rest of his days as a moral and ethical human might have been nice theory. Nice yeah. Thought. Well, it might have been Barry's genuine intention at one point, I think. Okay. But he got distracted. Mm-hmm. And I think he forgot to read the Lord's Prayer when he was doing his studies at the Liberty University, you know, that like said he's supposed to pray to not be led into temptation and delivered from evil. 
because when Barry got tempted, he did the evil. Yeah. Right. Thou shall so, not steal. Uh huh. You know. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's one of the Ten oh. Commandments. So mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's easy. So, so Barry is like he gets this job in San Diego, and he's like the man at Community Bible Church. He grew the congregation ten times its size. Wow. You know, he is totally charismatic. From one and to he ten. So genuine, right? <laughs> you know, he's like so open about his his past and everything. Okay. Okay. Oh, so yeah. He's as, like, I was a con man, but now I'm not. I'm reformed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, everybody likes somebody like that. You know, you can kind of relate oh, to like yeah. I mean, doing a sin and then being a good person. Yeah. Yeah. As it would be. A couple of church members felt like they were getting scammed. And so they asked Barry if he could look into it for them since, you know, he's kind of an expert. Well, he did. And he found out that he really was kind of an expert, you know, and maybe there were more people out there he could help with his expert talents. So he started a side hustle called the Fraud Discovery Network, where he investigated frauds for people. It got him a lot of attention. He's back on TV, getting interviewed for guest spots about corporate frauds like CNBC and shit, you know? And he he got a little radio show talking about fraud. So people are telling him all the time how great he is and all... And he starts to think, more people should hear about how great I am. Let's get it out there to the masses. I am going to make a movie about my inspiring life story and call it Minko. To be making the movie, you need money. Mm -hmm, And he he didn't have enough. So he started sort of using his platform in the media and manipulating companies he was going after with his fraud discovery network. Like blackmailing them? Kind of, yeah. One way he would do this was he would short the stock Mm -hmm. before he put the company on blast. (gasps) And And then when the company had seen the fallout from his report in the media, he would offer to print a retraction for them for, of course, a fee and stock oh, in the company. Oh, my God. What year right? was this? <laughs> I, can, I can only imagine some sort of sunscreen scandal that early, I know about. <laughs> um, it, This was like early 2000s. Okay. This shit happens, I think, more than we know. Oh, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't believe how many companies like went for this. I mean, it's, I'm, it's a real seven layer dip of shadiness, yeah. right? I mean, so many different shady things are going on here. Right. So, I mean, yeah, you wouldn't think so many companies would cave to Barry's newfound way of extortion, but, but they did. And because they freak out, you know, it's like, yeah, because they freak out. Yeah. Yeah. So when they did pay up, Barry just parlayed that movie or parlayed that money into his movie called Minko, Minko featuring none other than James Kahn and some hot actor named called Justin Baldini. Good name. James, James Kahn, the con man. 
Does he play well, Barry? You know James Conn. No, I do, but I'm just thinking like, does he oh, play I know. Barry? Yeah, yeah, is that, is that his character? No, he doesn't play Barry. No, oh. he doesn't play Barry in the movie. Justin Baldini played Barry. Oh, he got a hot, hot guy to play him. He did. And you know, I would never go after someone's physical appearance, but I will say that Barry asking this dude to play him is like me asking like Charlize Theron to play me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I could you see I mean? you're a pretty girl. So uh, Lisa Kudrow is probably like a more like realistic. Accurate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and so Barry's not, not as handsome as his. He's no Justin Baldini okay. is all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. So. Look he up. also, this is a little narcissistic. He also uh, decided to play himself as like older Barry in the movie mm-hmm. when he becomes a pastor. Yeah. I mean, I obviously I've seen the movie. So it's like there's Gigi Hadid as the young me. And then there's me as the old me. Okay. You know, it's a stretch. It's like, <laughs> okay, okay, Barry. Listen, right? it might not be a stretch because have you know, some of those girls that you saw in high school that were just the cutest ever. And now you see them and on like Facebook or whatever, or at your reunion. And you're like, wow, you were the hot girl. Oh my God. Yeah. I was going to sound real bitchy, but yes, a lot of the hot girls are just not hot and they don't do things like Botox and stuff. You can really tell. And that's totally fine because I think that the thing is, is that if you're hot when you're young, you have so much self-confidence that you don't need to do all the 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 extras. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, more power to them. But I'm like, was not hot. So I'm going to be like, you're like, I'm 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 going to use every tool I can get (laughs) to like compete with um, no one. Yeah. Myself. I I just did the Botox yesterday and you can really tell it hasn't set in yet because (laughs) I'm it's it's actually a crazy um it's a curse right the Botox it's like you have Mm -hmm. to go every three months and you could tell your face falls off your face falls off (laughs) and I don't want my face falling off so I'm gonna book myself like two weeks before the three months (laughs) yeah I don't Mm. like what I see Right. But that's really um, petty and superficial. And I know it, but I don't care. Um, Right. Okay. And thank you for putting in that disclaimer, because if you apologize for one more dumb thing, I'm going to kill you. No, I don't care. And I also don't care if you don't want to do it and you rock yourself. Like, I think that's amazing. Like jealous. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Housewives of true crime listeners, y'all know I love finding ways to impress my kids with knowledge. And speaking Spanish always does the trick. And living in Southern California, it's so useful. Now, let me tell you, believe it or not, it's actually been a minute since I was in high school. And so enter Rosetta Stone with its convenient audio options. It's all just coming back to me. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. It's an amazing value. You get a lifetime membership that has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. So don't put off learning that language. 
There's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time. Housewives of True Crime listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. Clink, clink. Attention, Housewives of True Crime listeners. Are you ready to bring a touch of mystery and allure to your home? Enter Home Threads, where true crime meets luxurious living. Imagine your space with furniture that captures the essence of your favorite crime drama. From exclusive designer collections to cozy essential, Home Threads has everything you need to create a home that's as intriguing as the stories you love. And always the best value. If you're like me, when you're watching the latest episode of True Detective with Jodie Foster, you are all cozy in your boho chic living room, courtesy of all the reclaimed wood and earth tone accessories from Home Threads. Tab has a real edgy bitch glam vibe going on with dark drama contrasted with modern gold accents like the cool mirror she found at Home Threads. Whatever you're feeling, they've got such a huge selection you're covered. Home Threads is offering our listeners a great deal. Head over to homethreads.com slash clink and get 15% off your order. Homethreads.com slash clink. 15% off your order at Home Threads. Love where you live. Hello, listeners. Are you ready to spring into making healthy choices? Like actually going to the gym, not just putting on the gym shoes. Well, I am. And I have also been making the healthy choice to cut back on alcoholic beverages during the week. Recess mocktails make it so easy to do. These zero-proof craft mocktails are the replacement that allows you to enjoy the ritual of pouring yourself a fabulous drink at only 25 calories or less have that friend that alcohol tends to make a little extra chatty offer them a recess mocktail at your next get together be a crowd pleaser everyone enjoys a recess lime margarita it's the perfect guilt-free drink in between drinks our listeners can enjoy 15 percent off at takearecess.com slash clink so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. That's takearecess.com slash clink. Anyways, you know, so, you know, Barry's kind of, kind of vain, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he has Hawkeye playing him. He names the movie Minko. And, you know, he acts as himself in the second part of the movie. And he portrays himself as like the Mother Teresa of ex-cons. Mm, okay. Okay. So Barry is busy, right? He's bouncing between the Fraud Discovery Network and the movie. And of course, you know, who can forget his role at the church, right? He makes time for it all because he needs those church members and their church donations, which, of course, he is now embezzling and funny funneling into movie production costs. Mm -hmm. Barry's deception was able to continue until he went up against a company that wasn't about getting extorted. The company is called Lennar, which is a very large home building corporation. Have you heard of them? Mm -mm. 
They're like one of the biggest in the nation, I guess. Okay. Okay. They're like the Toll Brothers. One. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. KB. Yeah. Yeah. Big one. Yeah. Okay. So the year was now 2008. And so Barry, would, he, he did this for a long time. And that's when, you know, everybody was financially fizzucked upside yeah. down in big, in big loans, like, you know, the big short. Or closing yeah. all of their homes. That's mm-hmm. when that happened, right? Mm-hmm. 2006. So, uh, yeah. To 2009. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the people who found themselves in a financial pickle was a contractor working for Lennar Group. So he took to suing them. The details of the lawsuit are like boring and it sounds like they were all made up by a man in dire straits. Anyhow, um, it takes a long time to sue someone and win and get paid, right? So this man was frustrated with that. So he started sending members of the board of this home building company threatening letters that said stuff like, if y'all don't settle this to my standards pronto, I'm going to expose, quote, all your dirty little secrets. They weren't with that. Which, I mean, again, I might be jaded, but on a side note, I think it's kind of impressive that none of these like, you know, big home building suits were scurred because of their dirty little side boo secret or their flirtation with tax evasion would be exposed, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you would think like, I mean, that's probably why it worked so much in the past because somebody's got something and they're like, go to the board meeting like, hey, let's just pay up put this behind us. Right. Right. You know, whatever. Okay. Well, now it sounds like a real stand-up group of board members. Um, they called the extortion extortion out for what it was and they sued this contractor back over it. Now he's scared, I imagine. And so that's when he calls up Barry, the guy he sees on TV talking about taking companies down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they have a chat and of course Barry's like, heck yeah. I'll help you break this company so they will pay. All it takes is making up some allegations strong enough to make their stock plummet. And then you've got them. No problem. I do it all the time. So (gasps) Barry was such the go-to fraud guy at the time that he had connections with reporters, Wall Street analysts, and the FBI. So he just makes some phone calls, feeds them all some convoluted information and lies. And he poses it like, I'm giving you some inside information about this ongoing investigation on a big story that is about to break. And reporters report it from Barry's mouth like it's fact without doing any independent research. Yeah. Which I can see why. Because no one suspects he's capable of this shit. He is the fraud guy. That's like his whole it's persona. It's so crazy because he's already like, he's already gone to prison for fraud. He is like I such know. a joker. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, when the Lennar story broke, because Barry, you know, takes it out there, puts it out there. Um, it only takes Lennar a minute to put the pieces together that the contractor that was suing them was behind it mm-hmm. and had conspired with Barry. The N- Lennar group tried to combat the fallout in the media, but half a billion dollars of stock value was lost. Wow. That's when, yeah. That's when Barry's attorneys call up Lennar's attorneys and say the two parties should meet. 
And they did. And Lennar reps came with proof that all the allegations were false. And Barry says, oh, my bad. I will retract them for the bargain price of $1 million. Oh, and stock in your company. <laughs> okay. And they said, go fuck yourself, yeah, Barry. I would you be know? like, you. Yeah. Oh, like, seriously? Okay. Yeah. So Barry was not used to hearing that. So he went back to them, waited a couple weeks, went back to them on Easter Sunday and said, okay, as a pastor, I will retract my statement for $250,000. Okay. Well, they told him to go fuck himself again. Yeah. They're like, and and then they added Barry to the civil suit they had against the contractor for extortion. So Barry couldn't believe it. So he started getting personal with the executives and accusing them publicly of having offshore bank accounts, which was real mean and not true at all. Yeah. You know, and it's a real projection because he's the one with the shady bank account. He had been opening up secret accounts in the church's name so he could, you know, cash checks written to the church for his personal use. What finally stopped him was when the FBI started looking into tips on Barry, who had, you know, it's just so ironic, right? Because Barry had been their favorite tipster, but now they got to look into him for being full of the shit. So, of course, they found that he was, and they charged him with the securities fraud and insider trading. In 2011, he had to plead guilty because although he had tried real hard to conceal all his stock purchases, the FBI was able to gather recordings of him making trades with a broker. I did not know that they recorded that either. Mm-hmm. Barry, did you know that? Barry must not have known that. I mean, I don't. I don't. I, I don't think he did. I mean, or I think maybe he would have bought. I, I don't you know, spoke in a different voice or something. <laughs> I don't um I don't know any of that kind of stuff. I don't do that. Well, I, it's good to know. Well, right. Interesting though, especially right? if you're okay. going to commit some fraud. Yeah, which we would never do. No. Okay. So you know, I mean, they've got his voice. It's it's a done deal, right? So yeah. So Barry pleads guilty to three charges of fraud and he acknowledged, you know, he done made it all up about the Lennar Corporation and that he had embezzled three million from the church. He was sentenced to five years in the slammer. Only in the five. civil suit. Only five years, yeah. In the civil suit, the Lennar company filed against Barry and the contractor. They were ordered to pay Lennar's attorney fees and something insane like a billion dollars in restitution to the Lennar company. So Barry, he's still been paying back the $26 million in restitution for his whole yeah, from bo- way before. carpet. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, just tack that on, right? Right. So that got me curious because it seems like even with all that debt, Barry was living a pretty comfortable life. So 
how does restitution work? Well, according to Google, there is a federal law that says that only 25% of your disposable income can be garnished. So I think maybe that needs to be reevaluated because that's fine if you're living on like, say, a small income. But if you're not, you should have to pay off more of your judgment at a time, right? By the way, did you know that Ruth Madoff got to keep two and a half million dollars? No. I think that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah. I mean, there were like, you know, senior citizens that had to go back to work. I know. Lost their homes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to see the woman like on the street, but- Two million is not going to last her forever. That is, that's excessive. I don't know. She lives in a community in Florida. I went down a whole rabbit hole. She has doing all right because she has money. He stocked money away for her. That was, she has money. Yeah. Yeah. People like this are very smart. Yeah. It's really that, that whole thing though is so, um, there's a new Netflix series about Madoff right now. I, I do recommend. I watched it in my sleep. You know, both of his sons died right after. Yeah. I heard that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Like very, it's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I digress. Um, say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What is, okay, so let me just say what is so crazy about all of this happening, Barry being charged and everything, is this all happened while the movie about him being, you know, this con discovery reformed person was in production. You know, this movie about how great he is. So, you know, what do you do about the movie, you know? It's all, it's all bullshit. Well, it took a couple years, but the film's director wanted to finish it. And he did. And he renamed it. But he named it. Con Man. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) And it features the film with the actors, you know, that Barry was a part of and played a role in himself. But it cuts away to interviews with people that Barry burned. So you can, you can watch it on Prime. There is a three-part series that was released on Discovery Plus in 2021 called King of the Con, and Barry participated in it because he was free, again, as of 2019. My God. What is this guy doing now? I'm going to tell you. Okay. Um, First of all, you can't watch the series. I really would like to know why. I tried every way possible. He sued him. To watch it. I, I... I think something unsavory like that must have happened. Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't watch it. He sued him for defamation or something like that. I don't know. Something. Well, okay. I did find a bunch of press interviews that Barry did for the series. Okay. So this is what I could gather about it and his current status and feelings about his crimes. 
Okay, one, he says he was addicted to opioids when he crossed over to the dark side. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not surprising. Opioids find their way into a lot of crime. It also delves into more of his personal love life. He married a woman after his first prison sentence, but after a couple of years of struggling with infertility because he had a zero sperm count, because back when he was doing the carpet cleaning days, apparently he was working out at the gym and abusing steroids. Okay. Right? Okay. So she left him. She had her dad and her brother come and pack her up and take her because according to Barry's sister, she knew that if she didn't have backup, he would just convince her to stay. He's He's a con man. A true. Yeah, he's a con man. Yeah. Okay. So she's gone. And then he met another woman named Lisa who loved that he was a pastor so much so that, you know, she married him. And they were happy and they adopted twin boys. When the shit hit the fan and he was, you know, charged with securities fraud or whatever, initially they moved across country to Tennessee and then later divorced. And it sounds like there's more to it than just his, you know, fraud criminal activity that led to the dissolution of the marriage. He was also having an affair with the church secretary. Oh, my God. Perry, so know, many commandments, right? so many. Okay, so many. Thou shalt not lie, steal, commit adultery. Uh-huh. uh-huh. They need to take back that liberty degree, right? Okay. Okay, but when Barry got out in 2019, they got back together. Are they together and they now? Are still, and they're still together today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. And Barry, I'm not sure if he has a day job or not, but you're not going to believe this shit. He is back at it, exposing frauds on the internet. Stop. He he has a TikTok and an Instagram called Fraud Minute. And he does speaking engagements. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I hope he is successful because I want his ass garnished. I got to look at this guy. What's his name? Okay. Well, he's under Fraud Minute. Yeah. Barry Minko. Oh, here he is. Okay. He has 12 hearts one day ago. Yeah. He doesn't. He's not on his heyday. Like, I mean, I checked out his stuff. He'll get like 200 views or something, you know, here and there, but not like. He goes through a lot of work. He does go through a lot of work. I mean, these are a lot of videos he's pumping Uh out. Uh The shit's not easy or cheap. So, right. (laughs) Yeah. What's he doing it? How's he affording this? I don't know. Um, He's probably doing an MLM or something. He would be perfect to start one. Yeah. Right. It's incredible that you can be such a fraudster and, and go to jail and come out, do it again, go to jail, come out, do it again, do it again. Did you see that? The jury did not deliberate that long on another fraudster, that um, cryptocurrency guy. I know. What's his name? The scam asshole. Your his That's girlfriend, his girlfriend, who was also running the other part of the business that they were taking the money from and to or whatever. 
uh, she testified against him, right? And mm-hmm. she said she had no idea that anything was going on, which I'm like, uh, I don't believe it, but eyes I, wide shut. Yeah. I mean, she was I don't running know. the business. She's also like a crazy smart person. So I don't believe it. But yeah, to save her own ass, she will say that and testify against his name is Sam Brinkman, Bankman Freed. But um, he faces up to 115 years in prison. Good, good. And, you know, he's young. He's, uh, you know, because the thing about this kind of like fraudulation and stuff like this is that I know it's not, you know, murder and they get and they get to go to like the real nice people, you know, prison where they do yoga and shit. But it leads to huge devastation for people a lot of people take their own yeah. lives. Yeah over this stuff. It leads to the breakup of many families. 100%. And cause it rep- it, like it's not five years. It's nothing. It's not enough much. for sure. No, it's not enough. Um, yeah. He's really in interviews that I watched with him, Barry. He's really like, I, I got a bigger, you know, I didn't just get a slap in the wrist. I did hard time. And I'm like, I don't. Six years. I don't know, I don't know about five that. Five years. It obviously didn't really count yeah i don't know i mean i am or i hope that he is i am telling you i hope that he is successful because i want his ass garnished so he can pay back these people (laughs) and his wife and children seem lovely oh and i i don't want them to endure any more you know well let's just on account of like barry but if i'm keeping it real i i am skeptical of his intentions promoting himself online again as the anti-fraud man guy yeah i agree with sorry you. barry yeah i agree but let's hope he's been reformed and this time it's a real deal holyfield yeah i didn't talk about this but this is huge news over here in the oh. texas oh do tell the texas rangers won the world series for the first time in history i didn't even know what's going on well, everybody here did. And most of probably the United States knew the World Series was at least happening. Yeah, um, probably. But it was the Diamondbacks versus the Rangers. The Rangers won in game five. It was four to one, um, which is like almost a clean sweep. And it's the first time in history. And let me tell you, Texas is so amazing. They closed down all the schools because the parade is today. Stop it. Yes. Yes. Like uh, most of the school districts around the stadium are um, Arlington, I think Irving, some of Dallas, uh, Mansfield off school today so that you can go to the Rangers parade. All right. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, that's amazing unless you like have to work. Um, well, people probably got off their jobs too. I mean, I didn't, I'm recording right now, so (laughs) I'm not going to the parade and the parking has got to be such a B I T C H. So I am going to forego that just this year. Hopefully they'll win again. Yeah. But congrats, Texas Rangers. I'm so, um, I'm so happy for y'all. And um, makes that new big stadium that they paid like a billion dollars for worth it, right? I feel, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, I do feel like parades are so boring. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anything is boring in Texas. They, you know, it's like go big or go home here. So I don't know because I'm not going to be there. But I will give you an update on some of my friends that are all going there and going to experience it all for themselves. But I'm not sure. Oh, my God. Okay. This go big or go home. Let me just tell you this one funny thing that happened on Halloween. So my thing is every year I give out the glow bracelets, which I'm telling you people, it is a really good thing to do because you would be surprised how many kids are out there that don't have anything to light their asses up. Right. Mm -hmm. And it makes me so nervous because, you know, the cars. Right. Oh, dude, there are some asshole drivers and kids are running everywhere. Like you've got to go slow. I'm telling you, if you have a teenager that drives during Halloween, and I know this is like for next year, but you got to freaking tell them like, if you are going over 10 miles an hour in a neighborhood, you are fucking fired. And I'm going to look at your lives 360. And I'm going to know that you were going over 10 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. So I make my kids crack, you know, a bunch of the like glow bracelets, you know, and we give out candy. And then we say like, you know, please help yourself. So this little girl comes up and she gets one and she's, you know, she's real excited or whatever. And then she comes back to my house, like maybe a half hour later. Mm-hmm. And she's like, can I have another one? And I'm like, yeah, you know? Yeah. And she just looking at me, lit her ass up like she was a rainbow bright on both arms. She was like, don't mind if I do. Oh, she like <laughs> took a bunch. Oh, she was probably like five. How cute. But I was like, she owned it like so much. And then she had these bracelets all the way up her arm. (laughs) And she was not apologetic about it. And her parents, her parents were like at the end of the driveway, you know? Yeah. So then they came back and they're like, oh my gosh, did you ask? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, well, she didn't actually ask. She just did it. But she did it. You're like, it's fine. That I was like, girl go big or go home. That's right. You take those bracelets. You you light it up. She'd be like, you guys, are you guys thinking about moving to Texas? Yeah. <laughs> I also saw that somebody wrote here in one of these like Facebook groups for Texas that the LA Times is doing a story on people that move from California to Texas and um, they're looking for people to interview. So I'm interested in what they are going to be putting in the LA Times. Yeah. Okay. I did not sign up to be interviewed. You didn't sign up. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. No, I'm I'm surprised. Are you? I mean, the only reason I would is to um, mention the podcast. Yeah, extort our podcast. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, I have no other desire to be exploit. We've been talking about too much fraud. Exploit our podcast. Yeah. Exploit our podcast. I know when I said that, I was like, that's not the right word. But yeah, no, other than that, I don't need to be on the LA Times for anything except for how wonderful Housewives of True Crime is and everybody should listen. So if you have not told your friend or family member to listen to us, please do. That is how we are going to grow because word of mouth is really the best way. And if you don't mind texting your friend a link to our podcast, that's even better. And if you haven't checked out Five Crimes, please, please do. It is actually amazing. My friend, she was asking me about the uh, illegal glow and 
she's like, okay, so what? Like I just use it. It's not going to make my face oily. I was like, no. Just, so she's like, okay, I'm just going to have it in my car all the time and just like put it on my face. So I was like, okay, she doesn't wear any makeup either. So she did. And then she went to her daughter's volleyball game and she took a video of this girl. She's like, say it again. And I guess when she walked in, the girl was like, oh my God, what are you doing in your face? You, you look so good. And she's like, say it again, <laughs> like video. Cause I was like, I told you, I told you I'm not lying. So if you haven't checked it out, please do. I promise you it's, um, it's affordable and it works and your skin will be glowing in no time. Also, if you need to grow some hair, the hair growth serum is phenomenal. Like I could feel it. Like my hair is getting so thick. So it's awesome. Those are two that you should check out right now. Um, next week we will get down and dirty with some, some murder, I guess. Yeah. If you haven't checked out our bonus episodes or Patreon, please do on Apple. You could just go to subscribe to our clink clink club or our bonus episodes on Spotify or patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. You get an extra episode every single week about just shit that's going down in the world and in our lives. And then every month, Gretchy does a bonus. Also, there's 12 old, old, old episodes on there. If you want to hear our first 12 episodes when we were something else, we were called Crimes, Carpools, and Cocktails. It's a long story. What? Long story. Yeah, mouthful. Couldn't do it. But there's a couple good ones. We are recording wasn't as good, but it's still us and you might want to check it out. Um, I think that's all for this week. Um, Until Thursday, bonus people, we'll see you then. And everybody else, we'll see you next Monday. Okay. Clink, clink, clink. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.